Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to Russell Rock with Rick Connor. What the F was that entire freaking promo about? Mark Kalbacher. She's like the James Ellsworth of women. And Corey Castle. I look like Paul London and Brian Kendrick mixed. <laughs> hey, hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Russell Rock. It's been a crazy week, man. We've had so many things going on with uh, the return of Halloween Havoc. Uh, Raw and SmackDown were crazy. Oh, man, people were talking about quitting WWE and people were talking about redoing things in WWE. And meanwhile, on a little island, not too far from here, NXT UK happened and nobody knew about it. And then uh, all of a sudden, everybody knew about it and wouldn't shut the hell up about it. So, man, oh, gosh, let's start with that, man. NXT UK, Walter and and, uh, and Dragonoff. Oh, my so God. Holy hell. So did you just fall upon it rick or were you like did you see people talking about it online uh there was um uh, i saw uh what was it uh well culture wrestling did a uh, a big thing about it and um i think it was uh dave Meltzer had a big thing on why this is wwe's most brutal match ever possibly you know and then they, they did a whole a whole uh, a whole spiel on it so um yeah, man, I, it was it was crazy. As soon as I saw, like, I didn't even watch the videos or, or read the reports or anything like that. As soon as I I heard that, I'm like, well, I'm gonna have to take a look at this before you know somebody else tells me their opinion. And right. just immediately, I was blown away yeah. by how because it was none of it, none of what happened was dangerous. It wasn't like they were right. doing like a bunch of head drops or anything like that. They were just smacking the crap out of each other. Right. It was absolutely nuts. Some of those neck slaps Walter was putting on him on the trap and the neck, like oh. right at the base. And oh, dude, I was yeah. just crazy. yeah. But Rude. there's that one. There's that one spot where Walter just boots him into the the metal steps. Yeah, and you can tell he's exhausted. And he's trying to take take the bump, and he just falls into the steps. It was just it was just gruesome, man. It was a rough match to watch. Yeah, it was like absolutely painful to watch at at times. Like just the. The blood vessels all burst on on uh, on Dragonov's chest. Like I, you know, Corey, you and me both know what that feels like. Yes, when John has, yeah, uh, <laughs> turned turned me into a sack of meat many times. Like uh, in many different, in so many years of this happening to me, I understand. <laughs> Dahmer Dahmer did it to me for years. Yeah, <laughs> well, both of us, honestly, but yeah. Yeah, ah, uh, gross. Yes. He, had, he, had the, he didn't just have the welts on the chest. He had them on the back, his neck. Right. Well, I mean, he's got. I mean, I, I was thinking this while I was while, while the match was on that this guy kind of reminds me of like if like Ko Storm and like Sammy Callahan merge into one person. That's kind of how I feel. Do you remember Ko Storm? Yeah. Well, like. The, he has that, that that same like that fair skin where as soon as he gets hit, there's marks. Yeah, like that's the same stuff with uh like Sammy Sammy Zayn does too. Then uh, like Dragonov's like facial expressions are so good. His like selling's amazing. Mm. It's just well, like it also worked that they were screaming at each other in German. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Ain't nothing more hateful than some screaming German. It's not like hearing like a hard hit and then they're just yelling in German at each other. It's like, oh. <laughs> it was rough because like I couldn't tell if they were if they were calling the next spot and we could just happen to overhear them because there's no crowd, or if they were just like trash talking, just like Unstein stools on the Jesus Christ, what the hell is he saying? The und und headlock, und headlock, <laughs> und snapmare. It's absolutely names of moves and spots. <laughs> it was absolutely uh, brutal to watch. I I still recommend it though. It's just for if you if you're into that like hard hitting real snug real. Yeah, what's German work. for chop me? <laughs> what's German? For, what's German for block this chop me back? What's <laughs> 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 it definitely seemed like there was some heat between those guys, like for them to be yeah. roughing each other up the way they were. But for yeah. sure, definitely, like in my head, it's more about like Walter 
is that dude just such a bully? Is he a bruiser? Like people, I'm trying to think of like if he get if he like would pick on kids. You're like, oh look at your stupid little shirt, like, and then bruise them up like that. <laughs> I mean, uh, we we were talking uh, when when they first signed Walter. Uh, and he he showed up. I believe originally he was in NXT, and then they moved. Then they made the whole NXT UK thing. Uh, mm-hmm. When he first showed up, we were you know we were doing research and everything like that, and we were hearing stories about how brutal this guy is. Uh, we saw him in Survivor Series last year, getting jobbed right. out in like the first couple of minutes, right. and we're like, "This is Walter, like this is what we were told was all crazy about it. Like this was Walter. This was the." the beast that everybody promised that we were getting or everybody hoped that we were getting. I, I was just watching, watching it. Like I watched that match with my roommate, Chris, and as he was walking out and he's like, got the, the, the robe on and everything. He's like, he's like William Regal. And I was like, kind of like, yeah, if, if like William Regal and Andre, the giant mixed up somehow, like <laughs> that's we morphed them together. I'm doing a whole lot of one guy and another guy morph together, make another guy. I don't know why I'm doing that today, but for sure, Andre the Giant and William Regal as morphed together as one person. I could see well, that. He he. I, people forget, like right before that Survivor Series, he had a he had a great couple matches with Tyler Bate, and he had two or three really good matches with uh, Pete Dunne, and. I think a lot of us internet wrestling nerds were all like, you know, Walter, Walter, Walter. And then, like you said, they put him on Survivor Series. And then all the casual fans are like, who's this one that just got jobbed out in 30 seconds? Oh, is that Vladimir <laughs> Kozlov back? What's going on? <laughs> it's a shame. And it's like, maybe this will help get out there that that's why this guy was, um, I guess, the term is special because, like, he's just something totally different than anybody else, even though it's just, He's just brutal. He's Dude, I I must uh, this is my first time hearing the one commentator on NXT UK. I have to say he sounds like if Burt Kreischer had a British accent. I <laughs> stopped thinking of that the whole time I was watching it. I was like, Burt Kreischer, Burt Kreischer's calling them calling the shots. But Nigel, Nigel did such an amazing job. Like what a what a testament, like what a dream match to be able to call as an announcer. That might you know, be like what what like they play back in his Hall of Fame speech. You know what I mean? And I was I was telling Rick offline when we were when he was setting up. Like I didn't even know Nigel was still a UK because nobody watches it. Right. I thought he was gone after they, they dropped him off NXT. And right. just to hear his voice again as soon as the match started, I just smiled. It was like, oh, so now we have a special match and we have the right guy calling it. Right. So, you know, he just elevated the match even more. Right. Exactly. And it, yeah. it just shows you like how like good, like a really solid commentator in wrestling is. And NXT definitely doesn't have it. I, dude, I like Wade Barrett. I, I do like, I do like Wade Barrett. I think he's still getting there. I don't think he's, yeah, he's, he's not Barrett. as good as Nigel. No. Absolutely Nigel was stumbling like that in the beginning too, when right. he first started doing it. Just, just got, we just got to get all British people on our commentary teams, and wrestling will be good again. <laughs> people know. with British accents make for the most official sounding folks. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I highly recommend this match. Uh, if anybody listening out there needs a match to watch, and they're a big fan of. Uh, you know, too many people these days was like, "Oh, I don't watch WWE. It's too cheesy. It's too corny." Go watch this match, and you'll you'll change your little tune there. Um, right. Either that, that 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 level of brutality doesn't even happen in MMA. Like MMA doesn't happen that way. MMA is like, oh, one hit, one good hit, and then it's over. This is like, no, it's not over because of a lot of good hits. Like they're not out to kill each other, but they're out to really. Dude, that really changed he, the way tomorrow feels for when he threw him into the middle rope or the bottom rope. And oh, he yeah, that was the Enzo, Enzo moment all over again. I was totally that's what I was thinking too. That's a total Enzo 
<laughs> moment, except not on purpose this time. <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, and just the uh, when he had him on the on the top rope, like laying across the turnbuckle, you saw you saw him chop him, and you saw his whole body teeter, like how hard. <laughs> you, this is how much you may ruin my life. Uh, uh, ch- teeter chop, I don't know. <laughs> There's a balance, and the balance is not in your favor. <laughs> well, it's it's really like yo, your chest and back are going to be sore all week. There's absolutely no way you can have that style and do that stuff every goddamn day. You just can't. You got to do a show once every two months if you're going to hit that hard. Well, hopefully hopefully it brings eyes to UK because they do have a lot of talented guys over there that aren't getting Mm -hmm. seen. Um, And we can, I guess, use this as a segue because I mentioned Pete Dunne into Halloween Havoc where Pete Dunne returned – to NXT and he looked amazing. Dude, he has the best shape I've ever seen him in. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess he's part of this new faction, which they still haven't given a name yet. Yeah. Pat McAfee. Dude, I, I love it. I think it's great. I love Mac I love the McAfee. Like I'm I'm buying in, dude. I'm biting it. I like it a lot. And like uh his promo is excellent. Like the uh the fact that he was like like He's like, yeah, this isn't what I like to do. This isn't what I chose to do with my life. I chose to do other things where I made more money. I got a private plane. Internet fans, F you. Hey, check this out. I'm that. I'm this good. I didn't even care about this. And I showed up and I'm better than everybody else who's ever shown up. Like that, That it's a that's a great heel promo. And it's yeah. kind of like The Miz where it's like you were a star elsewhere and you kind of brought yourself here and showed a little bit of what you could do. But like, you know, this is kind of taken more seriously than the Miz, sort of. Yeah, and I, and I like that he, uh, be, you know, besides Pete Dunn joining, I like that they use Oni Lorcan and uh, and Danny Birch, two guys are awesome wrestlers and never really get the credit. So maybe like this will help build these guys up. Is McAfee they, for a guy who's only wrestled one match? I mean, he's he's got something. He's 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 definitely one of those dudes that came over and. Uh, He's not like one of these other football players that came over and can't talk, can't do anything like a like a Lawrence Taylor or something like that. This guy, you know, he went up against Adam Cole and put a hell of a match on, and then he then he shows up and gets on the mic and he's that good on the mic too. Like, let's let, I'm I'm kind of excited to see where it goes and I think they need a new faction over in NXT. Right. Yeah. It is. It's it's going to be. It's going to be interesting to so, to see how they like play it out. Like if they if it gets played out real quick. That'll suck, but like it, it's it's gonna be like Pete Dunn's so good. It's gonna be hard to keep him as a heel, like to make people hate him and continue to hate him because like so many people love him so much. Yeah, but yeah, it's gonna be a cool war games if if it's leading to that. So I guess like uh, I can't even think about that. Oh, uh, this is gonna be awesome for war games. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be a great war games team because like undisputed era has always killed it in the war games. So mix that with other, like Pete Dunn, like that's, it's going to kill dude. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. yeah I don't got, know. You got Pete Dunn. And like I said, Oni Lorcan is very underrated. That guy can wrestle his ass off and he's yeah. stiff as hell. So yeah. for like a match of war games, he's going to, he's going to shine in something like that. Well, well he, uh, that the guy he used to be called Biff Busick, and he did. I think he like used to do stuff with Jeff. Jeff like managed him in CCW, and then like took the and then like won the heavyweight championship from him. When when Nico Socio, Nico Socio was CCW heavyweight champion. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man. Uh, if this is all, le- this has to be leading to war games. I don't know how close. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. I don't know how close Adam Cole and uh, Kyle O'Reilly are are back to being at full. You know, 100% can, can get back in the ring, ring clearance, whatever they call it. Um, but I, and I don't know when War Games is. Do we know? Is that near? Is that right before Survivor Series? Yeah, it's, it's, it's a building takeover before, right? It's a takeover before Survivor Series because they always end up doing War Games. Remember, yeah, they end up doing War Games, and it's usually better than the entire Survivor Series. Right, like that, that match alone beats all of Survivor Series. So, yeah. I, we got what three, four weeks easily. Five weeks. Um, Social Survivor Series. Yeah. 
Hey, it's coming up. It's coming up quick, man. And um, yeah. Pete Dunn, I don't think you have to worry about Pete Dunn not getting over as a heel because there's no crowd still. So right. they're piping in whatever sounds they want you to, you know, if they want no, booze, they're, they're going to get in, in the Capitol Wrestling Center. There's there's a like a, a, a gaggle of fans, but they're like they're probably paid extras. Yay, booze, back the glass. Like, so, yeah, it. it it's, I guess it really doesn't matter. And that's another thing we didn't even bring up when it came to watching that NXT UK. There was no crowd at all. And like, it just added to the brutality. Just listen it to just, those. It, 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 felt, it felt like I was watching like some abuse, like some sort of shit I shouldn't be watching. Sorry. Some sort of stuff I shouldn't be watching, you know? Yeah. Oh, man. It's, um, it was rough. It was rough to watch. I think you could kind of hear some people like crew members and stuff like that. You can kind of hear when the real brutal hit, you just be like, Ooh, like you just hear that every once in a while, which (laughs) I think made it even even better. It's like, they even (laughs) thought it was going too far. If if it cut together, just, just the sound effects of you going, Ooh, Ooh, and put that over wrestling. Ooh, Ooh. (laughs) Kind of weirds me out. I definitely made noises during that entire match. Yeah. Yeah. It was so brutal. (laughs) <laughs> there's that one where he bowed him over the uh the corner and he stepped yeah. on his neck and then came down and just smacked him <laughs> i was like why <laughs> <laughs> what did he do what did he do to poor walter um uh, yeah man halloween havoc was something i thought really good um yeah it's when you compare it to the other stuff like the great American bash and in your house and stuff like that. I thought this was absolutely fantastic. Um, the spin the wheel, make the deal thing. The uh, devil's playground match. Uh, I thought was really good. Uh, mm-hmm. They played up Gargano perfectly with the, the, I hate wheels thing. That was it, Gargano was freaking hilarious. And they really need to do more with that because he's, you know awesome. what? I didn't understand at all. Why what? did Johnny Gargano super kick that dummy that popped out of? That was my favorite part of the match. It's so silly. It's, it's such a, like a waste of time. Like if you think about it, like the logistics of the match or whatever. If it's a fight, you're just wasting so much of your energy throwing this well, kick to somebody who's not doing <laughs> an, an object. Him just super kicking and screaming. That's what you get for scaring me. Oh come on, man! That was great. <laughs> <laughs> ah <laughs> uh, i got that you back a, that was a very weird finish though um uh, him falling through the prop and and uh that was what put him out but uh i didn't mind the match up until the finish i thought it was a really solid match and mm-hmm. uh dude i liked how they, they basically halloweened up the whole set i liked yeah. how it had a different feel everything like had a really cool vibe to it I mean, the girls' ladder match, how they put orange stripes on all the ladders. And, you know, mm-hmm. the, the bag of limbs was kind of stupid. But I, I, thought, I thought the girls murdered each other. I Also, um, what's her name? Ra- Raquel Gonzalez, way better than I thought. Yeah. Way better than I thought. Yeah. They've been using her as a heater. I didn't know if she was going to be, like, not the greatest wrestler or whatever. Her and, and – uh, God, why am I breaking out her name? Rhea Ripley. Ripley, they, they, whoo, that was a good match. I, I really enjoyed that match a lot. That was damn good. That was, uh, yeah, like you said, Raquel Gonzalez really surprised me. Um, I didn't know she, I didn't know she was that good. And the she just had is for her to just be bad, her to not be, not be ready, not be ready to have a match with Rhea Ripley. But then right. she does. And you're like, okay, cool. Okay, you don't yeah, suck no, like I thought you would. <laughs> like I didn't think she was gonna suck, but I didn't think she was gonna have like one of the best matches of the night. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they had, like this was like I'm not gonna compare it to Walter and and <laughs> and and Dragonoff. I mean, uh, you know they had that brutal, like like just two girls beating the crap at each other vibe to it, and uh, like those two big girls, two beasts just going at it, uh, which was really cool because the next match was. The uh, you know Candice LeRae and, and Io Shirai, which you're not going to get because they're five foot two and they weigh nothing. So right. I, I thought it was really good, you know, throwing all the weapons there with that match, and then I'll you had somebody and, and uh, help her put her up on the 
on the top of the ladder and it's like, okay. And then there's mystery towards it. And you know, where it's, it's, it was, it was so much more than just your regular episode of NXT. So it, I really just, it, just, it. it always goes to show you with WWE, especially I think with NXT is, uh, you can call them out every now and then because like how they compete against AEW and AEW is a really solid show. But when they want to, you're not going to beat NXT with the level of talent, the level of production they have behind their shows. You know, and when these when these guys want to wrestle and girls want to wrestle, that like I said, it is the best women's division in wrestling. So you're not yeah. you can't even compete against these girls. And that bump Candice LeRae took onto the ladder and her whole body just crumpled because the ladder didn't crump break. <laughs> <laughs> that was brutal, man. And, uh, I was just glad because uh, EO and Candice LeRae's matches weren't really clicking. I was glad this match finally showed what these two can do. And it was really good. I, I'm shocked Candice LeRae didn't win the belt. I thought really she was going to win the belt finally. So I, I don't know that. My, my wonder is, is like, what's the next step now for Damian Priest now that like, they took the United. Are they going to put him towards like NXT Championship, or are they going to like put him on the main roster? I think he's going main. I think yeah. he's going main. Yeah, I mean, it, there's not That's too many easy. places left for him to go. I can't. I can't imagine that they're going to send him up because right now we don't have an NXT champion because Finn Balor is still hurt, right. and uh, you know everybody's focused on the um, you know the potential War Games match with Undisputed Era and Pat McAfee's crew that I don't think you're going to have. You know, any kind of unless they just take them off TV or throw them in like a random feud with you know Velveteen Dream or something like that. Uh, I don't, I don't think you're really going to get um, much out of Damian Priest uh, for at least another couple of months, unless they just move him directly up to the main roster. Which I don't, I don't know, I don't really see him doing immediately, but uh, maybe somewhere. Maybe, it's either that or maybe they're putting him aside, possibly because we don't know if Adam Cole or Kyle O'Reilly comes back. And maybe we have to do somewhere we plug him into as like the fourth guy over an undisputed to go. I guess he's like maybe they're maybe they're putting him in a holding pattern in case they really need him for this match. Well, I was thinking I was thinking he'd be probably like a surprise entrant on a Survivor Series team. Uh, I don't know which, but that that would probably probably be a cool thing to do with him to like introduce him into the hey he's working with main roster guys like main event, main roster guys in this sort of capacity, pay-per-view debut. Uh, that's kind of what I was thinking. Mm. You, can you guys see that happening? Yeah, it's a possibility. That's a possibility. I can see that. Yeah, and they never, they never handle it right, but yeah, I can, I can see it. Yeah. I mean, look how, look how great Keith Lee looked at survivor series last year, going all the way into the rumble. And now the guy can't win a match unless there's like, 15 distractions and someone gets punched in the nuts. Like it's mm. Keith Lee. It's it's Keith Lee. <laughs> like, well, like, it, the problem is that he's a baby face. That the yeah. problem is that he's a baby face. Just let him let him be a heel. Let him be also managed by Paul Heyman. It it'd be a cool way to twist the entire thing. I just I just want to see him win a match. That's all I care right now. <laughs> like to, be, to take that long to beat Elias when most people were beating Elias in 30 seconds. Right. And it, yeah. still, it still took Jeff Hardy for him to win that match. Like, dude, I think they think they're not hurting him, but they're not making him interesting or wanting to be watched either. It's like, uh, like I don't know. And then his boy, Matt Riddle, he has a match, and then they talk, they talk, they talk down about him the whole time he's wrestling. Oh, yeah, well, in the back, a lot of wrestlers don't get along with Matt Riddle. It's like, really? You're going to do that? You're going to low-key bury him while he's wrestling the match? It's <laughs> gross. And Ascension, the entire thing. Did you hear they're, they're dropping the mat part, and they're just going to call him Riddle from now on? Yeah. So He's already up on the uh, website as, as just Riddle in, the, in their whatever uh, bios I, or whatever. I, I read that that would make him less Googleable and less associated with a uh, a sex allegation, a sexual assault mm -hmm. allegation, or whatever charge that is, just to further him from it a little bit. Just take his first name away from him, and you can't like associate the two things. I mean, I guess that might be true, but at the same time, it's the same treatment they gave everybody else, like yeah, Andrade yeah. and 
Cesaro and, Cesaro no, and a thousand other people with it took away I didn't their read that any official place. I just read it on some fan's Twitter. <laughs> yeah. I'm not I'm not I'm not plugging any amazing source. I don't know if that's the reason they actually did it, but it also enables that feature. Yeah, I guess. I don't I don't well, get I mean, the one name thing anyway with WWE and why they're so obsessed with it. I mean, all their biggest name, all their biggest wrestlers like Hogan and all like yeah, you would call them by their last name, but it's Hulk Hogan, you know, Randy Savage. Yeah, but the thing is this these are superstars which not are not human you know so take the human humanity of a first name out of it <laughs> like they're not gonna call chad gable Ch- chad they're gonna call him gable because there are other people out there named chad you know and maybe it stands for something else i don't know i'm not an incel i don't really know how that whole thing is <laughs> <laughs> I know it's just, it's just weird to me. You really go through history. Who was the biggest one name wrestler from the last 30 years? It would be Sting. Sting, besides, Sting wasn't even a WWE guy. Right. And then yeah. They keep going with these one name guys. I was going like, to say Taz, and he's not even a WWE guy. Exactly. Right. And all their big guys are Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart, you know, Bret yeah. had three names, you know, like any Triple H, you mm-hmm. know, it's. unless they're thinking the rock but it's still the rock like right (laughs) they're not gonna start well i mean i could see them doing that with roman reigns just start calling him roman or just calling him reigns something something like that i could see that happening i don't know feels unnecessary it feels like an unnecessary change you know something's working why why not like with matt riddle i i get it a little bit uh because you know they they botched his entire call up to the main roster anyway so why not you know try and change some stuff up but i mean you know it, it's it's pretty much you're just gonna have like a bunch of people with just one names on your roster it's like why even bother right why bother calling it, them up because it'll be like like mortal combat where like it's like Luke Cage, like it'd just be like Spike, Cobra, <laughs> Venom, and it's it's just everybody <laughs> has one Raiden, you know. Yeah. Well, Ra- yeah. Well, Raiden was a god. <laughs> He's an actual Chinese god. Um, yeah. Uh, what was I gonna say? You want to bring up the? I guess it's uh, Cameron Grimes. Corey, you were talking about Cameron that one. I wanted to bring up also the, the the whole Michael P.S. Hayes thing. He like jumps out. He like he comes he comes out of the van. And you're like, well, Michael P.S. Hayes, and then it's like, and you can't hear a goddamn thing he's saying. You can't hear a word he's saying. Bad street, but goes away. Like, I didn't hear a thing he just said. I didn't even care because I was just singing Bad Street while I was playing because I haven't heard that, that damn song then, in like years, and I love that freaking song. And then and then Grimes goes, "Man, I hate the South." I'm like, bro, you're from like North Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> what a goofball! He, is, I gotta admit, he's a good comedy wrestler, man. And the whole time he's just screaming, ah, ah, the whole entire match he's screaming. <laughs> <laughs> he, he needs he needs like a he needs like a cobra like like uh, <laughs> like some sort of what did you say? I just wish he had a better wrestler to go against in that match. Yeah, because I, I don't think. Well, I don't I think I don't think Dexter's bad, man. I like him. I like Loomis. I think he's good. Uh, I just didn't think it worked for that match because I, I think they were going for like a Michael Myers vibe because yeah, he doesn't. I, beat. I didn't understand the whole like zombies thing. And like the haunted, like when they were in the haunted house and the, the lady goes all the way backwards, I didn't get why that was essential. I mean, it's scary. Yeah. And we're going for Halloween stuff. I get it. What? But I, I have to I, admit, though, NXT this week, legit, probably one of the most fun shows I watched. And like just wrestling is fun. Like yeah. it, it was goofy. To, you know, there was a lot of how, like we're talking about Cameron Grimes, William Regal. This way, please. He just tried to get him to go in the vehicle in the in, in the and it's just the way he was talking to him all creepy and just kept pointing it aside. Like even Regal was in on it and everything. It was just fun, man. It was yeah. and I, I miss that sometimes because Raw was uh, I don't know what the hell happened to Raw. Like I, I I couldn't understand anything that was going on. Uh 
even even the wide stuff was a little weird and normal like you said like giving the rabbit cyanide (laughs) (laughs) well we gave him tea and got cyanide in it and he's like throwing up and dying and then (laughs) while he's dying from that he gets hit with a stick let's just kill him let's kill him twice whatever what was the like little branding iron thing like what happened to the big mallet thing what so that's that just adds more uh folds to the bray wyatt fiend character yeah i mean the whole thing is weird you know <laughs> it's it's with stuff like that you can't really pick it apart and be like what did this mean i really don't think there's any hitting hidden meaning behind any of this i think it's just weird and you're just gonna it's gonna get weirder with alexa bliss even even more so dude she reminds me of baby firefly you know from from the devil's rejects like the run rabbit run (laughs) like the let all of it it's it's cool i like it and the whole cutaway so that they can put the weird contacts in it's super cool I, I enjoy when she did uh, the moment of bliss and then she just sat in a corner and just did this while, <laughs> while like, Rainbow was getting attacked. Like there was some, there was some her points that then um, when Bray Wyatt was talking and the, the cabin was on fire in the background, they made this yeah. noise. Yeah. In the background. Like he's really good at tying all his history together. Right. But uh, it was just still like, Raw was weird. Like, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Um, where the hell did he go? He just left. Where's then you right, watch SmackDown? SmackDown, I mean, it was basically yeah. one story that they continued yeah. all the way through. But uh, it was the best damn story probably of the week. Oh, you my know, God. And then, and then including Daniel Bryan in it, which there's been rumors that it's going to be Roman Reigns versus Daniel Bryan. So I think this is the first phase mm-hmm. of that. Jay yeah. Uso is playing this so well when he's like looking down at him. It's like, I hate you, man. And just like screaming it through. I dude, Amazing. I can't, I'm, I'm so thrilled to, to been able to like be a wrestling fan and be somebody who like studies emotions at the same time. So like it's, this is super cool for me and I'm buying it all the way. And oh yeah, I think I think everybody like uh, got that that same feeling when he started that that mm-hmm. whole I hate I can't believe you do this to me. Use you use the one person you knew it and, and Roman Roman's brilliant too because he's just like yeah I did that of course I did that what else was I supposed to do like Roman so thinks he's right yeah Roman yeah. is the non purple Thanos going on here man he's just like no this is what needed to be done and I needed to take out my family member to do that just uh-huh. to get see how serious i am and jay is i don't know where he went to acting school all of a sudden because where's this guy been he's just like i hate you and he's look he's on the verge of tears i got goosebumps i'm like jesus man this is so freaking good and then him turning heel at the end i didn't see coming at all i did not Um, see that coming he's yeah i got you let's destroy daniel bryan it was was brilliant the whole show was brilliant yeah. My whole thing is, I don't care what their plans are for Mania, scrap them. I want Jay Uso versus Roman Reigns for the title and, and Mania. I want Jay to turn on him right around Survivor Series. I mean, uh, Royal Rumble, like finally, like on him. And, and I want to see Jay Uso versus Roman Reigns for the title. And Mania. I think I think it'll be way bigger than anybody's going to realize. Jay Uso right now, him and Roman Reigns are like the stars of WWE. They're killing it, and yeah. now they're bringing in now they're bringing in King Babyface, Daniel Bryan to the tie the story together. Really it's only, yeah, it's only going to get better. Yeah, mm-hmm. and Roman standing there with Paul Heyman pointing at Jay and going, "Show him, show him." <laughs> You're saying that was just it was just perfect. It was just his his stoic, low key, like like I'm a murder everybody like personality is just fantastic. And just seeing him screaming, I understand now, and all that, like just beating up Daniel Bryan was just, dude, such great stuff. I didn't even know what happened on SmackDown besides that story. Completely forgot. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing else mattered. Nothing else mattered. Let me tell you. It was so good. 
And I, I know what you're saying about Jay and uh, and Roman at, at WrestleMania. We need this. Like, we're, like I want to see the Virgil turning on Ted DiBiase moment that happened. You know, when, right. when it's just like that. Yes, finally, finally, you see what you know. This you, could be you're, you're okay, you know. <laughs> this could be that Kofi winning the world title emotional Man. moment that WWE needs. They need moments like this, and mm. I, I, you know, we need that feel good story every now and then. Sometimes WWE forgets about that, and I really mm. think if Jay turns around, and I don't care, have Jimmy like interfere for him to win, so the brothers like get over on mm. on Roman again. Right? Like, yeah. I. I don't care what they think. The Fiend, whoever, scrap it. I want to see Jey Uso versus Roman Reigns for the world title at Mania. It's got money written all over it. If this storyline chugs along the way it's going, it's got money written all over it, and there'll be nothing better. And I, I'll be happy to see it. I, I have always loved the Usos. I think they're probably the best tag team in WWE. Like, you know, and like I said, I watched that Hell in a Cell match, just forgetting how great they are together, especially when they were with the New Day. Like the trash talking and the, the, the freestyle rap thing. Yeah, all the, just all the yeah. They're so good at trash talking each other while they're beating the hell out of each other. It's so great. Oh my god. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I, I just. I. I'm sad that WrestleMania is so far away because I want that to happen so bad. There's so many months in between. It's like okay, well, Survivor Series is coming up, and I know they're 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 going to do him and Orton, and then. Oh, what are they going to do for TLC? What are they going to do for Royal Rumble? What are they going to do for Elimination Chamber? It's like, you oh, think man, like Edge, Edge is going to uh, come back? Maybe. You think Edge maybe, will come yeah. back for Mania against against Randy? Like that's the plan. I think the plan. Yeah, I think I've heard that actually. Now that I'm thinking about it, like I heard that it's going to be like Ed, he's Ed, Randy's holding the title for Edge when he comes back to have another run. Could be. I like Absolutely. it. I dig it. I get behind that. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Other than that, um, you know, there's uh, we saw no uh, Otis and Tucker, which kind of upset me. I wanted to get a little bit more clarification on this storyline. Uh, we saw no Miz. We don't know what's going on with that in the uh, and the Money in the Bank briefcase. Well, he got he got uh, destroyed. Uh, he got destroyed by what you call it. Uh, uh, Drew, Drew McIntyre. McIntyre, yeah. Mm-hmm. He got destroyed on uh, Monday night. Yeah. Yeah. There's a rumor that he's going to try cashing in at Survivor Series because it's his 10 year anniversary from the last time he cashed in. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's right. I did hear that. Yeah. It's something like to the day of when he mm-hmm. last cashed in or something like right. that. And it was like Randy was also a champion when he cashed in. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so, all the stars are on. <laughs> Just for him to get RKO'd and not win. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no. I mean, it would be a cool moment, but they might Zack Ryder him and give it get it back from him like the next day. Immediately I'm after, yeah. For, I'm all for it. Like you said, Rick, you know, Miz is very un, uh, like very underrated wrestler. He's a great mm-hmm. character. So he'll make it entertaining and he'll be, I guess, like that little like the middleman between this Bray Wyatt Randy Orton thing they're doing. And uh, the making more like now Randy Orton's got not only like got to beat the fiend, but now he might, you know, he might have Miz cash in on him and take the belt from him. So it, it gives, you know, it gives a couple of multiple storylines, which they haven't done in a while. Is finally getting interweaving storylines, which help a lot, you know, instead of just Keith Lee punching people in the balls and getting mad and screaming at him. Like <laughs> really angry. <laughs> Uh, well, well we're a couple like, hours. Sorry, go I'm ahead, sorry. Corey. I'm sorry. I was say, saying, like, we also got, like, Big E in the title picture stuff with with all that. So, I mean, whatever that winds up being, too, mix in the the Miz stuff, the Fiend stuff, the Roman stuff, the all that stuff. Like, mix, mix all that in. Like, it's a real cool time to, like, to to build towards those WrestleMania feelings you were having, Rick, like where it's like, Oh man, that I don't, it feels like WrestleMania is too far away. Yeah. <laughs> it feels like we're, we're right there already. It's like, we're almost fantasy booking WrestleMania at right. this point. Like all of WrestleMania at this point, like all eight hours are like, Oh, this match could be good. Oh, this match. Oh my God. It looks like they're gearing up for this. Like we're already there. 
and it sucks. It's our name is Survivor Series. Yeah, it's like, damn it, we have to wait. And so much stuff could change. Like what a couple weeks that? ago, we talked about how much Big E would be great. Oh, let's get Big E and Roman Reigns. And now we're like, screw Big E. Let's get Jay back in there for a third match. Let's do it. <laughs> Can you do can you do that in the Vince McMahon impression? Wait, sorry, what? Can you do that in the Vince McMahon voice? When you like pitch pitch to how cool Big E would be in the Austin voice, and then as McMahon. Uh, Jesus, you're booking. What? Write it down, and I'll try it for next week. (laughs) (laughs) What I was saying is like it's a lot. It's a lot different than last year, and and a lot of it comes from how well SmackDown in four weeks has completely turned the ship around and they, they had the best storylines going and everything. And then you have a couple small last year, this time we weren't even talking about Mania because everything was a mess. Nothing was in place. None of the characters were established. At least this time we're finally getting little pieces here and there. Like, Oh, well they could go this way with Roman Reigns or they can go with Big E or they can go Daniel Bryan. Like they're stemming that off. And then you look, on Raw, like we were talking about, like you have the Miz possibly cashing in, but is is you know is Edge coming back for Mania? Is we're, we're going to have the title? And like we we weren't this excited. It's like it's almost like they might be slowly turning the ship around, and the storylines starting to fall in place. Mm-hmm. And one of the rumors today is they're supposed to be doing something. I don't know if it's going to be another uh, pathetic job piece, but uh, uh, Retribution. Uh, yeah. I'll put some on Twitter that they're going to basically try to. They're they're gonna do something tonight, so we'll see what happens. All right. Well, hopefully yeah, it's not. Uh, I was just about, about to bring that up. The um tomorrow or tonight on WWE Raw, I turn this ship around, but I don't want you to change. I want you to continue to ignore the warning. I want you to continue having no faith in us. After all, having no faith in us is what made us in the first place. So I mean, it very very much sounds like a work, but. At the same time, it's like, okay, are they finally going to do something? Are they finally going to change it? Because they're what, zero and four at this point for like the, yeah. for as long as they've been bringing these guys. They're, they're one and four. Slapjack pinned uh, MVP once. So oh, well, there you go. Yeah. Um, <laughs> on oh, one that awful. The- <laughs> on, right, on, on one of the newest uh, Botchamanias, they had. The, they had the picture of Slapjack come up, and then it, and then it showed like the Urban Dictionary definition of Slapjack right next to him, and it was yeah weird. And I'm never gonna not think of that when I, <laughs> when I hear his name or see him in the match. Yeah, you, you can't. Uh, we can't even say what that is. On yeah, here. You can't, I can't unlearn it. So if you need to learn, yeah. if you really need to unlearn it, don't learn in the first place. <laughs> Wait, is it a different definition than what it used to be? On Urban uh, Dictionary. What did it, what did it used to be? Flapjack used to be a, a bar of lead about that big. And you oh, yeah, it's not that. No, and then you would on Urban Dictionary. <laughs> I thought that was called a blackjack. Is it called a slapjack? Yeah. Oh, so I always thought it was a blackjack. All right, makes sense. Um, yeah, yeah that, I mean, that Stevie Ray. That could be but there's also a uh, a sexual meaning for it, so yeah, <laughs> stuff that we can't talk about. It. Look at Urban Dictionary, kids. Just look gonna, it up. I'm not going to do the work for you. You do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think it's about that time. We talked long enough. Let's get to it, man. Who wins wrestling this week? Who wins wrestling? Blah 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 blah. blah. Right, I don't want to steal anybody. So who wants to go first? This is a hard one. This is a really hard one. This this week yeah. is a really, really hard one. But I want to have to say Damian Priest just because, like, he had a showing. Not only did he have a showing, but, like, that whole thing, like, that was a WrestleMania moment, even though it wasn't WrestleMania. Having, like, this, like, his guy who's, like, his childhood friend playing him to the ring, and they, like, that's a thing they said they were going to do. Did you see that on his Instagram? Like, I think I heard about it. I didn't see it, but yeah. Like the guy who played him out to the ring on the guitar was like his friend. And he was like, when we were kids, we said you'd play me to the ring and here we are doing it. Like that's, that's mm-hmm. a, such a win. That's such a win. And that wins wrestling for me while it was a nice. very hard one. And I'll probably agree with both of you guys too. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, what do you got? 
All right. First of all, I completely forgot to mention when you brought the guitar thing. How cool was it that Poppy just popped up behind um, Io Shirai and then sang sang her music coming down the ring? That was cool. Yeah. If, if you if you know Poppy isn't a fan of her, um, she's a very different, like almost like J-pop metal artist. Um, so that was really cool. But I'm going with Jay Uso. The guy's been honestly like as much as Roman's the guy. I think Jay has been the one carrying the storyline for weeks, and to see the emotional, the emotional moment in the beginning with him telling him how much he hated him, and then finally like y'all and I understand the turning, and you can still see it in his face. He's not happy, but he just understands he has to do this now, or he's out. Like was really really well done, and uh, like I said, SmackDown. I forgot every match on SmackDown after that happened. Complete. I don't. I couldn't even watch the rest of the show after that. <laughs> yeah, they had. Um, you know, they were continuing with the uh, the Rey Mysterio and uh, you know Murphy and whatever her name is had the big makeout session that freaked everybody out except for Seth Rollins who seemed kind of enjoying it for some Aaliyah, weird reason. Is, her name? is that her name? Aaliyah. Whatever. Who cares? Aaliyah. Uh, it's not a good storyline, and everybody's kind of really disgusted by it. But you know, there was that. You, you know, <laughs> was that what wins? Was that what wins for you? No, no. I was just pointing out. I was just pointing out what else was on SmackDown. No, that that's what wins the least. That's yeah. That's what loses wrestling. <laughs> but um, I uh, it's I was gonna go with Dragonoff or somebody you know just to pick somebody different, but I. Uh, I, I got to go with Jay Uso as well. Um, mm-hmm. uh, just, uh, just anytime you make me feel emotion, like wh- when you're showing emotion in the ring and you're making me feel it, like I, I was tearing up. I'm not even kidding. Like I, I, w- I was like, oh my God, he really misses his cousin. Like <laughs> I was like, you I was there. Me feeling emotions higher exactly. than I've I don't <laughs> I was Mariah Carey all over that place, man. It was great. <laughs> um, yeah, definitely. I, I definitely had to go with Jey Uso, and uh, you saw how fired up I got. How, how, how am I not going to go with Jey Uso? Christ! Oh, can we? Can we real quick? Because you brought it up, and this is something that made me laugh so much when I watched it. <laughs> Dominic has like a little dirt stash now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I, and I, maybe I just maybe he had it the whole time, and I didn't notice. But like, it's just like, oh, he looks like he's trying to be a grown up. <laughs> oh, get him a juice box. Look at you trying to look like a grown-up. Look at you. I got him in his little suit. It's so cute. <laughs> He's like a real thing. person. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. I think we're about. Uh, I think we're about into it. We're about done here. Um, let's. Uh, Mark, do you have anything before we get going? Rest in peace, Tracy Smothers. Passed away over the week. Um, I don't even know. Who Oops. If you're not familiar, Freddie Joe Floyd from WWE uh, wrestled Smoky Mountain Wrestling for years. And was yeah, hey, bro. I love him. Not a bad word said about him when he passed. Like so many people, just kind words. Can, when he can I tell away. a funny story about Tracy's mothers from last year? Because we just brought sure. up Tracy's mother. So I went down to Nashville last year. And there's a show, and it was like in a, it was like in a, and it was like a, a rock venue, like it wasn't even like a, like a wrestling locker room. So everything was like broken up into green rooms. So <laughs> Tracy comes in to the green room that we're all in, and he's like, "Oh, here it is." And he grabs this big gulp cup, and he's like, "Getting into this story, telling this story," and like he's like intrigued everyone in his story while he's peeing into this big gulp cup. <laughs> And none of us were like, hey, hey, why don't you stop doing that? Everyone just like sat there letting him tell the story, peeing into his big gulp cup. And then he goes, all right. And he puts the lid back on the cup, throws in the garbage can and walks out of the room. And I was like, what the hell just happened? <laughs> I tell you, know, you've made it in this business when you can just pee in front of an open locker room. There's like a whole oh, bunch oh, of people yeah. in the room. And he was just like, whoop. Well, and then I said to him, grab a leg, grab a leg lock, grab a leg. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is ridiculous. But rest in peace, Tracy Smothers. 
Yeah. All the way. I didn't even know he right. Yeah. Didn't we, even know I, the guy passed away. Good. Good. Corey, I used you to got really enjoy his work in, in, uh, in uh, ECW, the FBI, and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Good. Good, Rick. Corey, go ahead and knock out your plugs while we got you on screen here. Okay. Um, so uh, check out Evolving with Corey Castle. New episodes drop every Monday. Make sure to subscribe on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you f- find and enjoy quality podcasts. Uh, also, uh, starting in just a couple of weeks, I'm going to be doing hosting. I'm going to be hosting. There's a, like a, a Christmas village in Ben Salem. I'm going to be hosting hosting events like uh, shows and stuff, like doing stand-up and, and like introducing acts in that, like on a nightly basis. So uh, get into the Ultra Zone parking lot and uh, come see me do my thing. Uh, Mark, was there anything uh, else you wanted to say about Tracy Smothers since Corey cut you off? No, no, man. I, I just, I, I always just thought he was a really solid wrestler. I always had like FBI was a really fun gimmick, and uh, I just think he was one of those guys that was vastly underrated and never got the due he deserved. Uh, and he mentored a lot of guys, so I just think he deserved the least a shout out after him passing away. Very nice, man. Yeah, rest in peace, Tracy's mothers. Uh, definitely will be missed by a lot of people. Um, I got the same plugs I got every week. Uh, check out my YouTube channel, tinyurl.com slash YouTube Rick Connor. Uh, you can see a whole bunch of pro wrestling on there. Uh, check out my other podcast I do with Mark's sister, Karen. Uh, it's called Eh, It's Something to Do. It's on Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to uh, wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, we just wrapped up uh, the spooky month because you know we just had our uh, people coming on telling real, uh, real actual ghost stories. Uh, Mark was on there. We just had Heather Klein on there, David Klein's wife from DCW. Um, there's a whole bunch on there. It's uh, it's actually really cool and really kind of freaky. So uh, so check that out before it gets too Christmassy around here. So you don't want scares <laughs> anymore. Uh, check out our merchandise store. Uh, it's uh, teespring.com slash stores slash wrestle dash rock. I got to get back in there and start making some new stuff. Uh, I don't know if we're going to do Wrestle Bell Rock this year, but we got to start uh, putting oh, out some I was new. About to say, uh, can we start preparing for that? Uh, but then you said, oh, I don't know if we're going to do it. <laughs> I have no ideas for it, and I don't know how we're going to do it while maintaining social distancing. So no, it's, it's going to be we a little. We can do it on here. We could do it on. We could do it on Streamyard. We just record it that Come way. Up. Shoot me yeah. some ideas, and we'll we'll talk about it. Well, let's <laughs> right, let's so. organize it. <laughs> Okay. Uh, that'll about do it for this episode of Rassle Rock. I'm Rick Connor. Mark Hobacher. Core Castle. And let's take it out like we always do with Nick Burke. It's so hard to say goodbye to yesterday. Join us again for another episode of Rassle Rock. This has been Jay Davis speaking.